Can you tell by my voice I have a cold? It's the worst. My wife hates me for having a cold. I hate the world for having a cold. Fuck all colds. Um, we continue in the, the practice of, you know, me doing this while wife and baby are at home. Everything is well with them, but um, we still got some banked shows to do. Uh, this week is New Year's, so if you're around Orange County in that area, I'm at Brea Improv in Brea, California, all weekend long. Two shows on the 31st. One on the 1st, two on the 2nd, and one on the 3rd. All weekend at the Brea Improv in Brea, California. Uh, a couple weeks from now... Oh, shit. Oh, whatever. Um, January 13, 14, 15, 16, downtown Denver Comedy Works. Pretty stoked to be doing that. That is... Uh, Absolutely one of the best clubs in the country. One of my favorite places to go. And then Flappers. Everyone always asks me about doing shows in Los Angeles. I'm doing four shows. Burbank, Flappers Comedy Club, January 22nd and 23rd. And Salt Lake Titties. Uh, Wise Guys. February 5th and 6th. Those tickets are all on sale. So make sure you scoop them up. Now, um, I think that's that. What else is there to say? Um, oh, yeah. This is the first time I've been able to announce it, really. Um, they gave me permission, finally. Some of you know from Twitter and Facebook, etc. But for the rest of you... Chips in a bowl, man. I can finally tell you my new one-hour special, Mostly Stories, will start streaming on Netflix January 8th. You heard it here. So January 8th, it's available worldwide. I know some people have hit me up and asked why they can't see completely normal in certain countries on Netflix because of the licensing deal. It was only available to a few countries, but this new one, Mostly Stories, will be available in every country that has Netflix. It's a worldwide release. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you check it out and give it five stars, man. You know how it is. Um, I am really thrilled about it, so uh, um, couldn't be happier that it's coming out in just a couple weeks. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, 
Go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This is our episode that we recorded a few weeks ago uh, with our good friend Yoshi. Yoshi's back in the building. It was so fun to have him here. It was never a dull moment with Yosh. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you have a great new year, and we'll see you soon. Bye, Jeans. This shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house. With Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsky. Welcome to your mom's house. Yeah, we're good. All right. Wow. Um, wow. I can't believe you're here. It's, um, I don't think that no one even knows yet. Just kind of probably give them a proper introduction. Welcome. Thanks for coming today, buddy. Thanks, guys. It's we been get, too long. Love doing your show. Yeah, the, you, um, we love having you. Believe me. We gave you a chair. I know you're accustomed to sitting on tatami mats, but we thought you might want a chair. This is perfect. Uh, it's worth taking three hours to get here from Russell Peters' place <laughs> in Malibu. Three different buses. Jesus. You took buses? I didn't know <clears> Yeah, but listen to that whole sentence from Russell, Russell Peters' <laughs> Malibu pad, which yeah. is, I, it's gorgeous. I've been it's, it's, uh, it's just shocking that somebody that, that, that stand up lived there. You know, yeah, yeah. And uh, is that where he's? Is that where he's at right now? Yeah, Spending... it, must, it must be nice to be uh, talented, <laughs> man. Talented and brown and everything, man. But thanks for having. Uh, I'm here. This is obviously one of my favorite one, and people, your fans. Are unbelievable. They're very, very kind. Yeah, I agree. Um, of very nice of you to invite me to Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> Where we celebrate um, the genocide of a Native American. <laughs> we fill our yeah. stomach with our food. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, thank thank you very much. I am very happy to be here. It's been uh, a long time now. We actually tried to get you a couple of weeks ago, but you were... Oh, really? Uh, well, yeah. Well, well, when we set this up, you were unavailable until 
what was it today or this week because you were you were doing some oh yeah the, the, the medical I mean uh, did I talk about medical office you, stuff before you did talk about medical testing but I'd like to get if it's possible an update mm-hmm. as to what your latest one was this one is Parkinson I, uh, I don't want to I can't I really don't want to talk about which company I work for no that's fine no, yeah, yeah. yeah there's like a bunch of them in Southern California but um, this is a really easy one. Um, it's just, you know, you can't leave for 10 days. Then you, you're off for three or four days. You go back for another 10 and, you know, you make 8500 bucks. What do you do there all day? Depends. Um, on the second and the uh, um, day before last day you leave, it's a really long day. You literally have to lay flat on the bed all day. Um, Why? They do this thing called extraction where you have to lay really f- – it's called supine where you lay flat on the bed – they put this machine all over your body. You can't take it off for 24 hours. And you have to completely stay still. Still? Yes. For like, uh, they record your heart rate for five minutes. They want to know what were your heart rates before you take any medication and after you take any medication. They check your heart rate to see the difference. And um, the one I'm doing is Parkinson. And um, <laughs> those days are really, really long day. Do they let you look at anything when you're laying flat? I mean, can you watch something? Um, Okay, there's another weird thing. They want you to lay flat, but you cannot go to sleep. Uh, oh, this is torture. horrible. And you have to look straight. And then, like, and you know, usually with my eyes, I could kind of fake sleeping. They can't tell if I'm sleeping or not. <laughs> That's why Asian, everybody thinks Asians are good workers, but we sneak <laughs> nap. And then somebody goes, Are you sleeping? Oh, because my eyes look like that. I'm not sleeping, sir. But <laughs> you can't. You can't get away with that. So um, will you stare at the ceiling all day? Yeah, and they stand, hover over you, make sure you don't go to uh, sleep. You Wait, know? but oh my God. to further that uh, question again, though, are you allowed to watch anything? Not when you're doing that. I mean, you, your hands have to be right next to you straight. And, and, and there's no screen you can stare at? No, you're just looking at the ceiling. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's like Guantanamo Bay. What are yeah, they doing it's terrible, to you? terrible, man. Now, is this, I noticed you, you got water and... Is this a side effect of medication right now? I mean, being thirsty? Yeah. Um, no, but um, <laughs> I have to drink a lot of water because that way I could have suppressed appetite. Oh, I've got to okay. watch my weight, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, so that you stay healthy to be uh, available. Yeah, because, for you know, last year when I was doing it, I got a phone call like, hey, we have another study, but you have to be BMI of 24.99. Hmm. In other words, I have to be 184. 4.9 or less. And what pounds. were you waiting? What were you waiting? Sorry. When they called me that one? Yeah. I was 208. Oof. So within, I think I lost 26 pounds in 25 days, or I lost 25 pounds in 26 days or whatever. <clears throat> and I know I could do it, but um, it's, it's, it's horrifying because I'm walking between 15 to 18 miles, basically from Santa Monica to Malibu to Russell's place. And you cut down and eating. Mm-hmm. And it was during Thanksgiving last year. You know, I was hanging out with my friend Ernie and Chris, and they'll be passing food in front of me, but you can't eat. And L.A. is a terrible place because to walk, every other block you see a homeless person or junk food restaurants, right? right. And it's just like, it's, I'm really addicted to sugar and salt, like most Americans. Like, you know? I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I find that the, uh, the bigger challenge is sugar. Mm-hmm. Sugar, I think, is worse for you. It definitely contributes to to weight more, but it's also more addictive. Yeah, yeah. Sugar is pretty. It's a tough one, man. So wait, when you're doing this this weight cutting stuff, like yeah. walking all those miles, is your stomach growling throughout this? Like these long, long. I mean, I, ch- I do kind of cheat 
Um, I, I, for me, drinking a lot of water and coffee really suppress appetite. Mm-hmm. But it is hard. And um, like first couple of days going in, like I, th- I did one like 28 days, I think. My hands start shaking because I don't have caffeine and sugar. You right. Know? Wait, but are, are you eating nothing? You're just no, they, drinking? Like sometimes some of the medical places are religious oriented. And those are fucking nightmare mm. because they believe that you shouldn't take pleasure in food. Oh, so geez. less salt and sugar, right? It's not even necessarily that Gross. these farmers are a medical testing place. Some of these farmers, because sometimes these medical places rent rooms in hospitals and those hospitals will not allow certain kinds of food to go to that hospital. A succulent Chinese meal. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good. Um, so, <laughs> so you know, like it's it's funny. Like if you see, if you think there's a bunch of guys in a medical facility mm-hmm. for x like twenty plus days, you would think guys were talking about women all the time. No, eventually it's it's food. Just like food. We all like you start. Dr- I mean, I'm surfing for like things I want to eat when I get out of the thing. Um, you know, like. I knew something was wrong when, when I caught myself drawing pictures of food on my piece of paper. <laughs> Not like tits or anything like that. You know, just food. Food, food. yeah. So, what, so when you get out, do you, do you go on a huge binge? I mean, the worst one was last year. I think I gained like 11 pounds in like <laughs> uh, first day or something. First day? <laughs> <laughs> what, did you, what do you eat? What's the first thing you want when you get out of something like that? I thing? eat the ass and pussy all the time. <laughs> I got nothing. I, I can't even do it when you get out. You, you, can't? Can't even think, you can't even think about women and stuff. It's food. It's just food. Yeah. I remember being, it's not exactly the same, but being, um, have like food poisoning, mm-hmm. you know, and being in bed for a few days and not eating. And once you get to like that third day of not oh. eating when it's really bad, the dreams are all food related. Like you yeah. don't fantasize about anything, but oh man, what am I going to eat when I feel better? Well, what do you like though? Pizza, burger? What's your what's your opinion? I usually, I don't know why, but I always think about In and Out Burger. It's the best. No, it's so good. It's the best. So good. And the place that um, I'm staying right now is right, well, like a block away. So like that's like the you know. Um, but I, I've been pretty good. Even the first night, um, it's it's not that I want to gain weight. I'm just worried about next studies. I don't really want to go torture losing yeah. weight. So I'm trying. That's con- smart. Control better, but it's not that easy, you know. Um, but relatively speaking, this study, um, it's pretty good. And what I've been doing is um, I've read a lot of stuff about, you know, history of medical testing, and, and some of it is pretty hor- horrendous. Hmm. And um, they had this study. Did I tell you that one? T- <laughs> I don't know why they did this. Did I tell you guys that they – one experiment they put retarded people in freezer. Did I tell you that one? Uh, yes, yes. You mentioned yeah. this. Okay, you, it's, it sounds familiar. So I know you mentioned it before. Um, you know, Japanese did all kinds of horrible stuff during World War II, and Germans too, and uh, we we did too. But um, I've been doing this for a couple of years. I have to say, I, I really do have a lot of respect for people in medical field. I mean, it's um, it's a pretty honorable profession. Sure. And I think for most part. Except for the one place that ripped me off, I, I think they really wanted to find cure for to many of these problems. You know. So this last one you did is a Parkinson's. You were taking were you taking pills every day or getting like, they, injections? Yeah, just about every day they take your blood. Um, 
they, you know, they do your vitals. They want to know, you know, they hook you up in EKG and figure out your blood pressures and your heart rates and things like that. And what I like about it is like I've been, I've been learning a lot about medical stuff the last couple of years. And sure. So I have a lot of questions. And most of the guys, they don't really give a shit. And I was kind of like that too, but I get really bored. So I have to keep, I have to do something mentally occupying. So what do you like? Do you spend, I'm, I'm curious about this too. Do you spend, Mm-hmm. Let's say uh, free time. Do you get to read? Can you? I, I, I read shitload of magazines and books. Um, I've been working a couple of things, so it's it's nice to have a free time to do that. Yeah. Get paid. Um, Did you say there was another test that you were getting spinal injections? So that one, that was the horrendous one. That was the one before that. That was August, September, and first week October. <coughs> Staying in a facility. Uh, it's the same place. Okay. And, um, this one. So the reason I picked this one, there was a two studies available, right? Right. And I, 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 uh, I qualify for the both of the studies. Now, I picked the one with the spinal cord injection because I thought oh it's God. funny. I thought it was funny to get a shot in your spinal cord. Yeah. yeah. And because I, I like every time I read those documents, <laughs> key words like sudden death. Or something horrible that could happen to you. Yeah. I kind of prefer those over the regular one because you get paid more. Yeah. But other one was easier and it's five grand. And the one I did was 7500 But the funny thing was the people who did the easier one within a couple of days, they had orange spots everywhere in their body, their face, oh legs, God. and stuff. So something really went wrong. On so, that one. Yeah, they eventually had to stop. And add in, insult to injury... They got deducted $1,000 because they can continue to study. You would think they're agonizing pain and their face looked yeah, like that's, Denver Bronco uniform. Yeah, that's so that, fucked up that it doesn't go well, so they have to discontinue, and then they get pay docked? Yes. That's crazy. Well, I noticed that you've got a bit of a cough now. Do you think that could be a side effect? Of, I've of always some... had a cough um, okay. from when I was, you know, radiation. Um, <laughs> so... Okay. Third day of going in, they're ready. To, they're ready to get spinal cord thing, right? Oh my god! And like, all right, so I'm I'm roomed with this guy. He's first. I'm the second guy to get it. Jesus. So it's five forty-five a.m. A doctor comes in, right? So first he make that guy. I'm kind of watching peripheral vision, so I'm watching him. So he make that guy sit in the edge of the bed with his t-shirt up, kind of bent over. Why? Because you have a spinal cord, right? So when you bent. They'll find the gap between all the bones. So he's going to find wherever to have the biggest gap between the two bones. Then, Get that ball. Come on. Yeah. Then he'll put this big red circle around it. Mm-hmm. Then around the spot you're going to uh, put the needle, he'll put four or five different Novocaine shots around or, or something similar to Novocaine to numb the area, right? Oh, my God. <clears throat> then I kind of look, perfect vision. Yeah. And, this, and the nurse brought this big-ass needle and she's kind of clicking where you see a little bit of liquid coming down it's a big ass fucking needle right and the doctor goes you know it's like it won't hurt whatever right so uh okay i'm 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 going to go in so he do it right and i think like oh it's just a needle i've been before and the guy getting the needle he goes like that right he's like 40 years old he's not a kid i don't want to fucking hear that 
you know, 5.45, 6, 6 a.m. Like, oh, my God. This is... I don't want to. They told me it, 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 it's not that painful, you know. Oh. There's a little bit of salesmanship, like, oh my god, I can't, I can't look. And it goes like, okay, fifteen percent, twenty percent, like maybe two and a, two and a half minutes or three minutes. Finally, they're done, right? But like, he's gonna. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> he makes this noise for two minutes. Yeah. And like, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> and weren't you scared? Were you scared when it was your turn? Yeah, but I mean, I I needed the money to get passports. I could go Europe, prostitute, this and that. You know, like sure. you have your priorities. I, but I so, mean, did you have? Did you even have a thought of like I shouldn't fucking do this though? Like when that guy. For a second, making, I thought maybe I could just run out of there. I really yeah, bad. of course. Really yeah, bad. of course. So what? How do you? Fight, but then again, I got, how do you fight that instinct, Yoshi, of self-preservation? You think the of those hoes. You got to think yeah. of the hoes. Sorry, I, I wasn't thinking. Yeah. Well, I got bisectomy, so I thought it can be a, more painful that, than that. Is painful? that painful? Oh my god! Yeah. Wait, I thought that that's the whole thing they advertise is that you know they, they it's the technology is so good it's just I got it like years ago like ninety oh, oh okay oh okay. so that's old it is old I thought uh, it's an old story for me but I, I guess I never told you guys so it's, it's so my my turn so when you have epidural shot great I'm about uh, to get wait can we ask you this real quick yeah I want you to continue this for sure but what is this testing for this one was Alzheimer. The spinal injection? Yeah, they want to know your level uh, before taking the medication and afterwards. So they have to do spine, two spinal cord shots. Oh, my God, please. I'm going to give birth in two weeks. I don't need to hear this. Epidural. And you have to lay flat because you get um, uh, epidural shot headache. And it's supposed to be bad. What was so funny after I got mine, I was the only kid that didn't have a headache. Because I always have fucking headaches, so I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> because they say you got to lay flat, and like the guy tried to get up, he got a headache, but I got up and I didn't have, I, I didn't feel, you know. So uh, after the shot, I didn't feel anything, but so it was my turn. And like, did the same thing, bent over, red circle, never can stop. And like, I didn't, I didn't really like it, but like, I don't fucking don't like it. It's like when my ex-girlfriend <laughs> trying to put finger in my ass. That's yes. like, yeah. it, like ah, I don't like it. But I think I have a higher threshold pain than that guy. That you sounds know. like it. Thank you, sir. So the... Uh, but that wasn't the worst part for that study. It wasn't? No. The worst study... <laughs> okay. The worst part of that study is that medication may cause some retina damage. So we have to go oh see eye doctor, right? And uh, there's seven Asian people and two white, one black, one, 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 one black, one white guy. <coughs> you mean uh, working for the, at- for the studies? Oh, for the study. Okay. Wow, a lot of Asians, huh? So, well, because Asians think we are the best at uh, metabolizing medication any other race. Really? So we get in our blood system quicker than anyone, and we could get it, rid of it better than anyone. No way! I yeah. didn't know that. We're, 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 you know. How do white people fare? Like, where, where do white people fall on that? Spectrum? You guys are pretty good, but we're, we're so much faster than yeah. uh, any other race. So, um, and hmm. even, even within the Asian people, like they had like maybe a bunch of people, but I am always selected. Something about my, my blood is compatible for this job. I didn't know, you know. Um, you have super blood from all the hookers. 
Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. You probably called, fought. It's called HIV. I was going to yeah. say, you probably Charles battled. Charles disease. You've um, battled HIV. You've probably beaten it. <clears throat> so we get eye examination, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, man. <laughs> There's seven or eight tests that we have to do, and they have to scan your eye. And do they have it, trouble getting in there, or no? Like, do they have to pull? Well, they keep it? saying, "Like, <laughs> sir, you need to keep your eyes wide open." It is, sir. I'm aging. I can't, I can't make it my eyes any bigger. So, like, <laughs> and they're getting so angry with me because the t- test they usually take half an hour. It takes about two hours and two and a half hours for me. No way. They're so mad, and like. Because every time they get scanned, they can't do it. And I'm keeping my eyes as wide as I can. It's just not good enough. So a few times that this Armenian doctor, right, he had to literally come behind me, put two of his fingers, keep my eyes wide open like... So I was right. Like clockwork Mandarin Orange. Yes, yes, yes. And and they're mad because why can't you keep your eyes wide? Well, first of all, you're Armenian. You guys use deodorant. It doesn't do shit. You smell like dog's (laughs) asshole. We all have weakness, sir. (laughs) So we, we fight every time I get examined. Like, every time they see me, and out of the Asian group, I was always the worst one. So they fucking hate seeing you. Oh, my God. Like, they have to keep redoing the test over and over. There's one where you look at straight, the white light, and, and have a clicker. And every time I see a red spot, I got to click it. But sometimes the red light is very faint, so I can't. Is that really red? And sometimes I fail the test. So I have to keep doing it. I fucking pass the test. Mm-hmm. Um, another one's like the bright lights scan your eyes oh my god and there's another one you see a blue cross and you gotta look it straight across where they have, they have this bright light going up and down like I'm having a hard time keeping it because it's so bright and fuck man it's like eye torture but every time I go there like oh, they're, they're, they have this look like oh my god this motherfucker again yeah. You know? yeah but I have to do it because I won't get paid you know so you had, you took longer than than basically everybody to get through this. I get there first, and the last person go home, and I still have to wait another 45 an hour. Mm. So um, did you have any retina damage? No. No. Okay. It happened when they, you know, like like most studies, they do it on animals, but then on some animals, they found the retina damages, you know? Well, let me ask you this about your vasectomy. Is the most painful part the actual procedure or afterwards, like recovery? Man, that, that... that the procedure hurt like a motherfucker. Really? Yeah. Because well, now it's supposed to be like laser incision and like some people even say like they could do one with water pressure. I know that I know a friend that had one done, and he said that um, you know he was talking to the doctor like about the football game during it. Yeah. And then it was just like you're all right. You can go. You're done. Well, Yoshi had his in ninety five. That's the. So. I think that's the big difference. Yeah. I got th- three, four shots each testicles. And then um, he'll cut incision inside of the ball, and I don't oh know what's I don't God. know what was I don't know what's going on, but it's almost like cutting a really cheap meat that you bought. It's not like a Kobe beef, dude. Like, going back and forth, right? And there's blood everywhere. At one point, <laughs> where did you get? This did you done? have one of the hookers yeah. do it, or no, did but you I mean, actually go to a doctor? I was working at a company. <laughs> this in America, I'm, I was working at a company, <laughs> and Christ. they're ready to file for bankruptcy. So I'm going, I know I was getting fired, <laughs> and my insurance was still good. <laughs> and I was, I don't really want to go in detail, but there's a reason why I wanted to get it done. But um, I th- I'm going to lose insurance, so I might as well do this now. So right. I went, and 
man, it hurt like a motherfucker. And he was grinding back and forth. They, and, and this is like, I, I, I did it after work. So, like, there's a phone call. He leaves middle of the operation, go to the office, answer the phone. Like, I'm, no, I'm there with, like, my dick good. open with blood everywhere. Looking down. Kind of made me, I, I did kind of laugh. I was like, like no. You, you didn't go to a good place, no. Yosh. No. Then, eventually, he'll pull all this white thing out of there, clip it. And you know how the magician have the trick like out of the pocket, green, yellow, purple, whatever lying? Yeah. He's pulling all that shit on my dick, uh, testicles, put everything together, put it back, and trying to close the cut with this little flare, and he's burning the side of my balls, and you literally smoke coming out of my balls. Hmm. That was my um, primitive uh, vasectomy, which kind of is Jeez. good for medical lab thing because they're always worried about while taking this medication and getting somebody pregnant, well, that's not going to happen. That's not, yeah, yeah. Thankfully. So that's another reason I'm a good candidate. <laughs> <sighs> Everything you just described Jeez. was so awful. Yeah. <laughs> Happy holidays, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now let's get to. Um, you said um, we can tell our listeners that you're going to be abroad soon. They could, they could even come meet you somewhere. Yeah. So so I've been pretty lucky. Last four months, I did this two big studies. Made very lucky. A lot of money. So I was able to pay my tax, get my passport. And um, during this Friday the 13th, a couple of weeks ago, uh-huh. attack in Paris, like I started trying booking a flight to Belgium and France and uh, Morocco because most of those um, problem in France and Belgium is Moroccan, you know. And yeah. I have no fear of brown people. I meant plenty of Moroccan people. Ninety nine point nine percent of them are not a terrorist, and I like those people. But and one but, of the but, things too is that you should find a great. I mean, it's one of the you know, it's it's awful. Obviously, what happened, and um, the it affects tourism greatly. But then it also it's cheap now. That's because, what I'm yeah. saying. It's, it's a yeah. great time to go to those places. Yeah, yeah, to get great deals. And 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 it's always interesting to me that. Um, Whenever there's been like a terrorist attack, I shouldn't be laughing, but they're always closed by a red light district. So hmm. I'll do my amateur detective terrorist shit like usual, but nighttime I go see hookers at nighttime. So that's mm-hmm. and that's half of the trip. Other half, I have a, I think I have a show in Belfast, Dublin, Netherlands, and I think a few shows in uh, Stockholm. That's great. And and how can people find out when and. Like you know, I'm I'm still waiting for the response, but like um, I I don't have the uh, dates yet. All right, but you will post them what on Twitter? Um, probably Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. Okay. What's your Twitter handle so people know? Oh, Yoshi Obayashi. I should get something easier, but um, Yoshi Obayashi. Obayashi. O b a y a s h i. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% 
cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. You guys are unbelievable. I'm fluent. I speak that language. Super white people. Um, you also mentioned that I think when you're in Germany. Oh, um, you're talking about the, the porno thing? Yeah. Okay. So I'm only offering this to uh, your mom's house because you guys have been so supportive. Wow. Yeah, look at um, that. Wow. Don't get me look wrong. I mean, you know... Joe Rogan, Talking Shit, all those guys are nice too. But, um, um, so there's a, there's a, there's a, listen, there's a very special place in the, the beautiful guppies that listen to this show that in their, uh, their hearts for you. Mm -hmm. You're, you're a big favorite here. People are wonderful with you guys. And I, I love Joe Rogan. You know, Joe is great. But sometimes he used those big words and scientific terms, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't want to pretend like I know what he's talking about, but with you guys, I could talk about shitting my pants. I could talk about shitting pants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? Well, so No pressure here for those big words. Yeah, we yeah. don't have... Th- those type of big words aren't really the type that you hear around here. It's a totally... It's a different type, you know? So... But with with us, you're not going to have no. that. So I don't know how how to do this because we maybe I, I need to figure out ways to raise money or something. And uh, um, so so I've been kind of thinking like I'm I'm, I'm, I'm big I'm, words. <laughs> um, I was thinking like maybe doing like a LA six tour where I have a van and I would drive people in LA. Like okay, in this place. This and this thing happened at the Elegant Angel porn where a guy got murdered for blah, blah, blah. Like drive around L.A. with a any, great idea. Great right. idea. I would say give a sex tour where guys can get handies, like which massage parlors they can go to, where oh, you can um, get the best. I, I'm not really that knowledgeable about oh, it. But, okay. I, I, but like a, no, what's your like idea? A, like a porn history, like, you know, this is where uh, Wonderland murder, where John Holmes has something to do with, you know, these right. guys got murdered. This And this right. is where... One of the porn girl got murdered, supposedly. Like throughout the valley in L.A., oh, Black Dahlia murder and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
Uh, the one uh, I'm, I'm working on is one in, hopefully, in Germany. Like your mom's fans, uh, if we could pick up the dates and if, if we get enough people, I could tell them, like, um, we could go first three days in the red light district in Amsterdam, take a train to Berlin. Great, Great idea. If you want to see a, a girl, uh, guys shitting on each other, mm. right here. Um, so I'm not friends with this guy. Brandon Irons live in Dublin. And uh, if you're a fan of Brandon Iron, uh, he's looking for a regular job in Dublin, so please help him. But he's friend with a guy named John Thompson, one of the biggest porn guy in Germany. He does this thing called GGG, which is German Goo Girls, and the best Bukake German porn. <laughs> It's a, it's a lot of bukkake. Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's uh Now, is now, now if, if, if the uh, Asians uh, invented bukkake, right? Yes. Um bukkake literally means not enough to spread. <laughs> so it's a, it's actually food. Like you have this uh dry fried noodles, you put a uh, little bit of sauce on top, you try to spread across the noodle. Mm-hmm. But the term another term is this is a long time ago. Something horrible. A woman does something horrible in the village, mm-hmm. cheating on her husband or something. Everyone in the village would take the women away from the village, middle of nowhere. They would take time ejaculating all over her face. Oh. Out of shame, she will cure herself. In America, you get checked for $2,000. Big difference, right? <laughs> but wow. the Germans and Germans, uh, Japanese and uh, Germans. This did, is pretty fucking... What's going right? on? Pretty Describe gross. what you're seeing. Okay, what I'm seeing uh-huh. is these two girls are like are blowing this guy. Well, two of them are blowing him. One of the girls is getting fucked, but then another guy is pissing on all of them, yeah. including the guy that they're blowing. <laughs> yeah. So he's getting pissed on. Right. His dick is getting pissed on by another guy yeah. oh. as they blow him and they get fucked. So teamwork. Com- so complicated. Yeah, it is teamwork. And this is uh, wow. this is your guy, uh, Josh, what's his name? Uh, John Thompson. John Thompson and his goo girl stuff. And these guys are peeing so much. So April 16th, <laughs> June 11th. April 16th. That's your birthday. It's my birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Wow. In Bremen, Germany, uh, if you have a, uh, you get your test and you're, you're clean... You could go and show up and get your dick sucked. Or oh, I didn't realize we we're putting that out there too. Wow. Or if you don't want to do that, you just want to stand and, and watch. You have to pay two hundred fifty euro to be uh, watching it. But if you if you you know, I could help you with that, and I also could take you to different parts of Europe. It just depends on you have to get X amount. How of will you be the liaison? This because your connections, you'll be able to like hook this up. Yeah. Wow. And I, and if they raise enough money, we, we I could show you different places of uh, red light district in Amsterdam. That would be cool. Alkmaar, Netherlands. That is Belgium. very. Uh, we were talking about this a little bit before we were setting pro. up. Yeah. Is that you really know the ins and outs of the red light district in Amsterdam? I, I, I know enough, and I know I got ripped off over the years. I know how to avoid it. And if really? they're afraid, that's that's the that's whole key. So tell us what's a good, what's a tip? A Yoshi not getting ripped off in Amsterdam. One of them, tip. without giving away yeah, all without, your big. You know, ones. we don't want you to blow your your load. For for most part, the girls are pretty. Um, <laughs> funny word to use, honorable. But places like Amsterdam's a little tricky because it's a touristy town. A lot of the girls know it's most likely you're going to use her service once. They're they're more inclined to kind of rip off 
Oh, because you're one and done. Yeah, you're not going to come back. But if uh, you're in the other smaller towns, they figure, well, I like to have a client. Right, a regular. Yeah. And uh, assuming the girl is pretty uh, honest, you just tell her exactly what you want. Then, she, then she'll say, "Well, if you want to do X and X, Y, and Z, it's going to cost this much money." And always be respectful. And she give you a good service. Always, always tip the girl. Mm. What's and, a good tip? I always worry about tips and 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 you know, life and, and travels. You don't know. Do I tip? Yeah. Is is a good tip? Ten bucks? Is it twenty? Is it? Is it thirty? I mean, if, if it's fifty euro, you know, if you're getting a girl in Amsterdam, fifty euro. That's so I mean, cheap. It's so, and it was like five, five to ten euros should be fine. Wow. Um, they don't expect it, but it's nice to do that. Another thing, even if you don't mean it, like, thank you very much. Are you going to be here tomorrow? You know, before you have sex, that kind of put incentive in her head, like. Oh, he might be coming back tomorrow. Oh, that's so, a real good tip. That's a, so fifty euro, and what do you get for that? Most places, um, like Frankfurt, is thirty. I've seen as it low as twenty to twenty-five euro. We gotta go there. Alkmaar's uh, thirty in Netherlands, um, but fifty is probably like the you know big like Amsterdam, um, mm-hmm. Belgium, Brussels. And that uh, includes what in in fifty? Most most you know between fifty to twenty minutes and uh, fucking suck. Mm-hmm. Um, so cheap for that. So cheap. But that's what happened when you legalize something like that, where yes. you have more competition. The reason it's so high over here is illegal. So you're taking a risk, she's taking a risk, and she has to make it worth her while. Oh, but I have to say, yeah. the quality is way higher when it's legalized. Because whenever there's competition, the quality goes up. Goes up. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned your friend, uh, Brandon. Iron. Is is uh, is in Ireland? Yeah, and is that why you're going? Is that what you're? You said, aren't you going to Ireland or no? Yeah, I'm going like maybe ninety different countries, but oh. yeah, I'm, I'm visiting uh, Dublin to visit um, Brandon, but I'm, I'm I'm also a fan of uh, James Joyce and Oscar Wilde, so I want to go Trinity College and mm, check that stuff. Very nice. And your friend is uh, Brandon is looking for a job. Yeah, a, a legit job. Yeah, I mean, he got this girl pregnant. He wanted he wanted to get out of the business and take care of the kid. He you know he's he's the honor. I mean he's the one of the reasons why I also branding was he, he should have made more money in the business, but in, that that business full of scumbag and and Brandon's too honest and too honorable and it's really hard to compete with those kind of slime boy in the business. But he always trying to do the right thing and I've known him for a long time. He's a very honest guy, so he's looking for work. But you know it's a Catholic country. They're really hard ass like. You can't get an apartment unless you and your girlfriend are married. You know, what? The, oh, yeah. There's all oh, this yeah. restriction. In Ireland? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just finally legalized abortion within the last yeah. six, seven, eight years. Uh, now, But, I mean, as a porno guy, how would you rank him as a performer? One of the greats. He, he's, he's got one of those weird combination because if you're one of those guys that have a huge dick, you don't do anything creative, right? Yeah. For example, if you're... Clemson, Alabama, these big football programs. Sure. Mm-hmm. You have all the biggest talent. You don't really have to do shit because you have big talent. You just put them in the right spot. But when you have a small colleges, you don't have as many talented players. Mm. You have to do all this kind of innovative, uh, creative stuff that uh, other big colleges with big talents, they don't have to do it. Right. Branding, not only have a big dick and could fuck really well, mm. but he does all this crap. Like his family's, he's famous as Mr. Slap Happy, where he slapped girls really right. hard. 
That was one of his moves? Yeah. But mm. he only does it with the girls who are into it. You know what I mean? Oh, like, right. Yeah. Not a surprise Important slap. distinction. Yeah. Yes. But, so he's like, a, like an Oregon uh, football team, if you will. Like, they have a lot of talent, but they're also very creative with their Innovation offensive. stuff. Yeah. 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 I'm, 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 I'm so guess very uh, boring. Uh, Is he a strong yeah. performer? Or is yeah. You say strong. Uh, he fucked really hard. He's into rough sex, yeah. Yeah. But he thinks he's the worst. He's one, he's almost kind of reminds me of David Tell of porn, you know, like. But he doesn't think he, he does, does a great job, but it's never good enough. I mean, know? what what would be like his critique of himself? Like, I I didn't fuck her hard enough, or yeah, I oh. I think he's he's underrated. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, wow, he's 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 and he's he's interesting. He did this thing called Intensity Intensities. So he fucked different girls in tif- 10 different cities of the world. But before he fucked any of the girls, he would take each girl, kind of check out the city and like history of, you know, something happened at this building and this Very creative. Figure. Yeah. Then they have a nice meal. Then he'll fuck the shit out of her. So, the, the, you know, hmm. he did a lot of interesting stuff. But stuff like that doesn't sell well. It's always like slapping that girl really hard or this yeah. and that that, you know, mm. makes the money, you know. But um, yep. yeah, check out BradDenAron.com. He's great. All right. So, it's quite yeah. a life, Yoshi. So, yeah. um, besides that, also if if if, <laughs> yeah. if 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 there are fans that want to want to do it, and if I get enough people really serious about doing something like that, just email me. I think two of your ideas, both of these, are worth pursuing. One is LA based. Yeah, it's a great idea, Yoshi. Creative, uh, put together, interesting sex tour that doesn't necessarily mean. Sex is a part of it, but like sex history, sex references, sure. all that stuff, really good idea. And I think the European one, yeah, is your mom's house presents blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. yeah, but like where you, where you, a guide, somebody, a guide is is helpful in any situation. Sure. So having like the guide there, to, yeah. to to tell you like. This is a good place to go. This is how you should approach sure. it. This is how you. Should, this is the kind of money. You it's should invaluable. Bring. It, yeah. It's a huge service if you can do that. And eventually, I would like to do other things like for ladies too. You know, because most most uh, it's interesting. A lot of the women goes to uh, Caribbean and um, hmm. African countries. I'm sorry. Where where do the women go? <laughs> uh, okay. Caribbean. Which African countries? I think Nigeria, I keep Nigeria. hearing, but that, yeah, these are like mature English, a lot of English women. Mm. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They go but, to um, Africa. I'm, I'm all for that because, you know, these women, um, they, have, they have their own needs. They have sexual freedom. Sure do. And uh, they work really hard. Yeah, why not? You're, you're, you've been divorced. Your kids grow up and gone to college. You did everything right. Why not? If you're 55 and you're having a hard time dating, you go Trinidad yeah. and get a 19-year-old black boy. Why not? Why not? You know? Good for you. Get your groove back. Now, you, who's your... Dirty and disgusting. Where's your favorite place to for hookers? Where do you... What's your mecca? I know. I know what it is. Can I tell you? Can I guess? Yeah. It's Frankfurt. 
Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. I, I, that's one of my favorite ones, but you know, but uh, I have to say, in Brazil, it's a it's a different oh. animal. Oh. See, last time you uh, you were towards German, and now it's Brazil. I, I, it depends on what you're looking for, because I, hard fucking core. <laughs> that those Brazilian women, they it's I don't know if I don't know if prostitution is right because they are prostitutes, but sometimes they want to just hang out with you for the week. Yeah. And they just want to be taken care of. And they're very, very sweet. Oh. The Brazilians. I, yeah. That's I don't nice. know necessarily I could say most of women who does prostitution stuff in Europe are necessarily sweet. Does, I'm not saying they're a bitch or anything. It just, it's work for them. It's more transactional, it sounds like. Sure. Whereas you're saying in Brazil, you could meet some girl, let's say online beforehand, and you show up and and you meet her. And but is that the oh, oh, you could be at the beach and then eating and then she just started talking to someone. Oh, okay. They could be from favela. They just want to go to a nice place with actually a hot shower. Oh. Uh, go to a movie. And like they, they, you know, they, the things that you take care uh, for granted, they don't have. And, and quite often these guys, uh, you know, like buy stuff for them, you know. Like to me, if you're an adult, and you're, I'm more emphasizing that be respectful to these girls. Yeah, you keep yeah, saying that. Of course. Be respectful and always, mm-hmm. always tip if they're getting good service. And take a bath for, for God's sake. I don't know how many times I go to strip club and like these girls are working really hard. You know, don't, women are super sensitive with smell. They're really good with their nose. And like, you know, just do, do some prep work, yeah. you know. It's almost like pagan religion. You respect these women. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think so too. They should legalize it and protect the women that are sex workers. It's not a perfect solution, but it's better than it's other solutions. It's better than what's happening. That, yeah. I agree. So you go to Brazil and like you kind of you kind of wife this girl up for like a week or two. In other words, like you take her to dinners. But the approach, maybe... I think the approach we have to go to <clears> first, the approach could be literally just sitting there. You're sitting there having lunch somewhere. There, yeah, I mean, I, well, I, I mean, I've only been there once, but I went to. Uh, we were staying in Coba Cabana, and there's a place that used to go uh, help. <laughs> and literally, there's like for every guy, there's like 20 women there, and that's one of the few places. Like, if you if you're a regular guy, you feel like rocks out because they will literally rush up to you and just grab your dick. Hmm. We got to go. <clears throat> What's that called? It's called Hell House. It's called You're Not Going. <laughs> So you go there, and then this girls come up to you and like they start talking to you. Like, hey, you know? baby, you know what are you doing here? You, you're staying in town for yeah. a while, and then you you pick you pick the one you like, basically. Sure. And you hang out with her for. A while. I, I think I, I I mean I wasn't there that long, but like Jim Norton and Patrice O'Neill used to talk about that quite a bit. Um, but Jim didn't he also like the uh, transsexuals? Isn't that what I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Have you ever been with a transsexual? Is that your bag? No, I have. I haven't. 
I get that asked a lot. I get. I mean, hey, who I, knows? I, I, I have not, but I have to say, I haven't had a whole lot of girlfriends, but it's shocking. Few of the females I'm in Brazil, like, they're just so beautiful. You can't believe it's it's um, it's a guy. Yeah. But what I don't understand is that there's ones that are it's so obvious they're a man, and I don't find it attractive. Like, yeah. if the person looked like a woman, like, what can you say? Like, he's got a dick. She's got a dick, but she's beautiful. But there's other ones like, it's obviously a guy, you know, six foot two black guy, you know. Yeah. But some some guys that are into that, you know, that's that's just not. Well, mine. I imagine it's confusing to your reptilian brain because you're like, oh, this chick's so hot, and then she's got a peener. Like, it's just I I I imagine conflicting for men. Conflicting, but I think um, this might. There's a scientific explanation, but my my um, unscientific explanation is. And this is something Jim Norton is just incredible and he honest. Like he used to make me so uncomfortable because Jim is the, absolutely the most honest comic that I have ever met. Yeah, honest guy. Period. But um, I think men in general are always afraid, called the c word, the creep, right? Being judged by women. Oh right. And when you when you're dealing with a transgender person, technically biolog- I mean technically that person is man, so they understand the urges that they have. But because they're taking female hormone and they identify themselves as a woman, they could sympathize with that person. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, it's 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 that part that I, I, f- I find it so interesting that um, they just want to be not treated horribly. You know? Of course. And well, it's, it's empathy if you have any. You know? Yeah. Of but course. they are basically are also more open to as many piggish things as you want to do. Yeah, because they understand. Right. Yeah, so yeah. it sounds like, to me, the best of both worlds. Is a transgender Yeah, like, why, why not? In my opinion, <clears throat> if you're going there, like, why not? I don't know. They have I'm trying that. to think of the opposite. I'm trying to think of, like, a dude who has a vagine. Like, would that appeal to me? I don't know. I think the, um, the interesting part to me also is the aspect of hanging out, like, for a week with somebody... It's way different than the transactional, right? Yeah, than it like, sounds a bit nicer. It's like, a bit nicer, it sounds like, in Brazil. I can't remember which um, Italian automobile company. It's a big one. It runs by this very famous, very powerful family in Italy. And their son or grandson, who will one day take over the country. I remember five, seven years ago, they found his body OD. They saved his life, but he was hanging out with like three or four different females in Rome. And... I don't necessarily think it, it, it could be a sexual thing, but it's also she, I, a transgender people are very wise. They they understand how men think and also women think. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? it is the Greek called the Tiresias. Remember that myth, mythological <clears throat> uh, no. myth? Uh, Tiresias did something horrible to upset the gods. So God punished Tiresias and turned him into a woman for seven days, seven years. And uh, I don't know what happened. Maybe he did something good where God made her back to a man. But after that, even God thought he was the wisest of all because he understood what men and women think. Mm. Even the Greek gods, remember um, Zeus and Hera, his wife, they're always fighting marital. Yeah. Even the gods have a marital problem. And Tiresias was the wise. So, um, I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable around there because I worked in porn for so long. I met sure. a lot of them. Um, but it's amazing. I can't even imagine twelve years ago, 
with Caitlyn Jenner and, and all this transparent the show and like there's really like incredible amount of changes in the last 12 years about oh, that. Oh yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think I, no matter who you with you got to remember that towels can have AIDS. <laughs> you can get AIDS from anything. Hey, have you um, Yosh, have you ever gone to the Philippines and gotten hookers? What's no, I like have there? not. Oh. Um, are you attracted to Asian women? Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. I don't know about Asian American women, but I like Asian women. Oh, okay. There's a that's a different animals, I think. Um, you know, I I my family Sounds is not like... my um my family don't like to talk about it, but the, my neighborhood when I was grow up in Japan, within a mile and a half, two miles was very similar to Red Light District in Amsterdam. You have all these homes right next to each other. The front gate is open. You see a girl on the tummy floor and kind of sitting there with this really old lady sitting next to her, and you negotiate the old lady if you want to have sex with her. Um, I grew up in that. I mean, that was like within a mile and a half where I grew up. So I thought that's like normal. Sex business is normal, you know. Um, I didn't realize how big a deal it was until I moved here because I didn't grow up with religion either. So it's a very bizarre, but um, I... Uh, you know, I grew up with that sort of thing, so I, I, I think it's so weird that sex is such a normal thing, and I don't know why guys are called pervert when it's natural that we, we desire women and think about it all the time, but it's it's really weird judging people for the things that is so normal, things that we desire. I agree. You know? I totally agree about that. So Absolutely. Yeah, we should shame everybody. But, um, but you know, Tom, you're, you're very lucky because your wife is beautiful, intelligent, Thank and open-minded, well, and um, very open-minded. It's an act. Open-minded. I'm gonna go to Brazil before the baby's born. Get back. <laughs> <laughs> you think you'll make Just it back? What about Thailand? Have you done um, prostitutes I, there? I've only been to South Korea and Japan. I haven't been South in Korea? Asia. But Juicy I, Girls. Have you heard of Juicy Girls in South Korea? No. Oh, okay. When I was on the mili- in military bases there. The, the prostitutes were called Juicy Girls. They're usually nearby military bases, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I, I, I would like to go and visit. I just have to be careful because I have a Japanese name, and you know what they did during World War II. I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I never want to be with a non-Japanese girl where I just, I'm just fearful of that. You know, people... Well, ju- yeah. So, what, what do you think the difference is between Asian-American girls and just Asian-Asian girls? Because you're saying you prefer Asian Asian. I'm, I'm not saying it's impossible not liking Asian American girls, but um, what's the, what do you think the big difference is? You know who uh, 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 with the Japanese girl, that nuance and subtle things that they do. Um, I kind of like that, and. It's kind of like, you know, the food that you grow up with, you, you kind of pretty much judge everything else based on what you grow up. Yeah. So, obviously, I grew up with uh, Japanese girls and women, and I, I guess I guess I do prefer that. It's not like a dominating thing. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just not into that sort of thing, but I don't know. I just like their, their, their temperament is, I like the temperament better of Japanese, yeah, Japanese girls. Yeah, they laugh a lot and stuff. Like they giggle a lot and stuff. But they're not weak either. See, that's the thing that no. that, that, that they don't understand. Um, no, absolutely. Asian women are not weak. 
I mean, they rule the roost as far as I could tell. Like when I had the Chinese boyfriend, I know it's not the same as Japanese, but his mom ran the show. Ran but his. I'm not. Life. I'm not a, into the screamer. Japanese girls don't have to scream. They they just have a really clever, subtle way. Like they will never tell you what they like, or they'll never tell you what they hate. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese girl. Uh, uh, oh shit! <laughs> Did she like it or hate it? <laughs> yeah, how, how do you know? What? Did she like it or hate it? What she was doing just then? It's not a Japanese girl. Yeah, it was. Yeah. She spoke English though. Well, she learned a couple words. Oh. Hmm. So wait, a Japanese girl? You I don't like that porny shit at, at all. You don't, you're saying she won't uh, tell you if she likes it or hates anything in, in art? I mean, that's, that's traditionally... Because if, if people knew what you like, they're going to try to take it away because you're a woman. Oh, And if you like, if you want, if you, if, you, if, you, if you dislike something, you don't want to let her know because that's what they might do to you. So hmm. with the Japanese women, it's a nuanced thing. And it's very challenging. It's, it's, sorry, football reference. It's like the relationship between quarterback and defensive back Quarterback, no. He knows that he's being watched by a defensive back. Right. Defensive back know that he's being watched. They're trying to outsmart each other. Right. That's the kind of shit that I like. And they, the and they pick up on each other's tendency and things yes. like that. So that's, a, that's like a relationship with a Japanese girl? I mean, that's, that's the kind of stuff that I notice. Really? Mm-hmm. So then th- that's what you like in dating? Yeah. If you were dating, you'd like to date a Japanese girl? Yeah, it's really funny talking to them. But you want to date... Like Japanese, I don't. I don't know if I want to date anybody. No, but, but I'm saying it, it wouldn't intrigue you to do it to date a Japanese American. It would be Japanese. They're just Japan. so. I mean, that's like a difference between African and black person. That is a world of difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. one say yo, and the other one saying <laughs> right. That's a huge difference, Tom. Tommy. <laughs> that is that that's is one of the different. And, and, and when I go yeah. Scandinavia, I'm the black guy, right? Because yeah. I go to all the. Um, you think so? They think ghettos, you're black? The black people in Scandinavia, they act, oh, so, nigga. they act so tough. I'm like, come on, you're born in Sweden. You speak four languages. You have health insurance. You you don't you have you have virtually no chance of getting shot by cops. And you listen to American rap, act like black American, like yeah. It's 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 so funny they they act like that. And when I go to those, they say this is the worst. Never don't go there. Like it's, it's a fucking thing. joke. Like <laughs> I'm the Negro. You know what I'm saying? And when I go to those places, <laughs> that's so true. Now, so this is in you go to Scandinavia. Yeah, because uh, so now they, now they, we're gonna speak the language of Christina. Sure. Uh, like like if you're into Kierkegaard, if you're into Camus. <laughs> All the extensional stuff yeah, I love and the it. bleakness, but yeah. they're fantastic because I I believe there's a place for depression and see negativity. Yeah. Because during an emergency, they they don't panic because they're all they're they're used to seeing bleak. That's right. That that's what yeah. I always tell my husband is that I'm a, the best during a crisis. Because that's why my brain's already wired for darkness. So when bad things happen, it just feels like home. I'm like, oh, I'm prepared for this in emotionally. Fact, that's absolutely true because yeah. um, some historians say Lincoln suffered from terrible depression, but because he's so used to de- dealing with depression, he could deal with that terrible time during yeah, the Civil War. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't so, phase him. 
That's why Scandinavian is really fun, fun to do shows for them because you could talk some really dark shit. And they just laugh. <laughs> it's like an AA room. You ever done an AA room? Yeah. They get dark as fuck. They're the best. You They're, can say whatever you want in an AA room. So dark stuff for Scandinavian is great. But if you go to the southern region, people are more sunny. I, I, I do not do very well in those rooms, even though I might got an offer to work a month in Hawaii, Ooh. but it's got to be a clean show. A guy named Fuck Augie that. Fuck that. But I don't, I, don't, I don't mind if it's Hawaii or whatever. And, um, what? It's no fucking fun. Clean show's the worst. It really is. I fucking want to blow my brains out on a clean show. I don't even have clean material for an hour. Do you? I don't know what to talk about. <coughs> I used to be able to really script it out if I got booked for something or yeah. private. And like it's got to be clean. I would, I would take my notebook I'd write out, like, first of all, figure out all my material. Yeah. And then, like, put, like, lines next to clean. Or then I'd try to... It's it's kind of a good workshop thing. Yeah. Because then you go, hey, could I make this one? I mean, you know, like, hey, you know, choking on my jizz or, like, the blowjob. Yeah. Ain't, like, yeah. that stuff's all out. But then you go, well, this thing, maybe I could make this work if I... If I in, in a lot of insinuation. You yeah. Know? You don't want to draw a dirty picture, but... Um, yeah. I actually, <laughs> Augie T is a big TV personality, a radio person in Hawaii, and I opened for him. And it was really funny because I really toned it down, but I know a lot of Hawaiian references. I did a show at church for Hawaiian people, you know, and they loved it. You. And that's hard. To, it's so I know. Funny. I was even oh shocked, but like they. Did the, they, did the they statues of Christ start bleeding? <laughs> I know. How come you didn't set on fire? I, I, I was surprised myself, you know, like. I kind of tongue. I mean, it's diluted like the way you put kimchi in the water, uh, mm. bowl full of water, right? But uh, yeah, it, 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 it was a really good exercise. That's not something I want to do all the time, but. No, but you're right. If it's something that you can do it. For a little bit. I mean, it's, you know, 15 minutes from the Augie T or whatever. Yeah, like, no. Uh, yeah. It's but, just a bummer to get asked, I feel like. I, get, I hate when they're like, can you do this clean? I'm like, dude, you're just bumming it's me. A, out. It take, you know why? Because it takes the adult fun. Out of doing it. It's yes. like, listen, if you're all consenting adults, why do I have to act like we're children? I think it's, it's juvenile. It's childish. It's like this, that pregnancy thing. I have a stupid app, and it sends you updates. And one of the things, the question was, will I pass stool while I'm in labor? Passing stool. Like, you can't even fucking say, will I take a dump on the table? Like, we're so childish, we can't even call it what it is. Now, by the way, Passing speaking of stool, labor and whatnot. Get the fuck out of here with um, that. I'm pretty excited that you're going to be lactating soon. And oh, God. It's, um, it's one of the fetishes yeah. is adult breastfeeding in this couple here. <laughs> is it um, really? Yeah, for sure. Uh, the guy's real fixated on how long he can keep his wife. <laughs> Lactating. As long as she stays lactating, and hopefully I can keep her lactating. Do you envision being lactating in 20 years? I mean, it's possible. I think Jeff and Michelle are going to be in for some rude awakenings down the road. And I would certainly encourage Jeff and Michelle to seek further counseling to explore these issues. <laughs> oh, she sees it as deviant. That's a therapist, yeah. I'm concerned there's not really any need to consult the therapist further about the fetishes because it's not really harmful. My hope for the future for Michelle and I are hopefully we'll have a, a big family. Now, he only wants a big family. So that she keeps lactating. <laughs> <laughs> if we have eight kids, then we'll have eight kids. Eight. 
Oh my god. I do want to have another child, but I want to wait at least. Notice she goes, I do want to have another child. And he's like, maybe we'll have eight kids. Because <laughs> he just wants to keep sucking on those titties. But if what, you- what, 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 sorry to interrupt, what, what's your um, like, sexual appetite? Is it different when you're pregnant or is it the same? Or I think it fluctuates. You know, some months you're, it depends on how what your body's doing. You I know, see. It I also mean, depends like, person to person. We we, we know yeah. we know couples where like the woman shuts it down. Like, yeah. No. No. Then there's hypersexual women. And then there's pigs like us, right, babe? That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think we've just maintained a normal, healthy sexual, yeah. you know, life. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it just depends on your where where you're sometimes you're in pain. Yeah. You know, and you just just like, uh then sometimes you feel like a normal person. So but yeah. different strokes. Every woman's different. Yeah. That's what they keep saying. I, I don't know how much time do you have left for this one. I, I just need to mention one, one thing. That that's sure. About. We, yeah. got we got time, by the way. Yeah, oh, okay, good, good. Um, you don't mind talking about this right now? What are we talking about? Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm scared now. Oh, no, this is actually... About lactating? No, no, no. Um, it has nothing to do with it. So <laughs> I don't know when I'll be out of the country in January, but... Um, my friend Igo Gunderson, uh, we're going to be releasing a magazine called Illegal Magazine in San Francisco. Wait, uh, you're going to be releasing an illegal magazine? No, that's the name of the magazine. Oh, okay, okay. It's called Illegal Magazines. And it, this magazine and program was started in, in Copenhagen, Denmark, by a guy named Michael Olson. And he's a social entrepreneur. So these magazines are sold by addicts in Copenhagen. And many of the article um, pictures and uh, artworks are done by addicts and former addicts. And basically, every time they sell these magazines, they keep 40% and they use that money to buy drugs. So they don't have to prostitute themselves and commit petty crimes. Mm. And it's been going for a while. And Michael started this program where he's driving a van with a doctor and nurse, pick up an addict, and let them inject heroin back so prevent overdose. So what happened was he used to help uh, Romanian kids, homeless kids in the 80s and 90s. When he came back to Copenhagen, he noticed there were all these syringes in his neighborhood. He started talking to addicts, and he thought he really needed to help these people in Copenhagen. And uh, for a long time, the government was against it, but they implemented a program after a while because it was saving a lot of people people's lives. So uh, cities are driving around picking up people to, you know. I am not suggesting drugs are good for you. I oh, prefer that you don't do it. But if you do it, I consider it as a medical issue. And uh, I, I don't think you're a bad person. And uh, we want to you know, help you. But he also has a facility where people fix meals, place to uh, write their business plan and get job skills and help them get out of the transition from being an addict. To, uh, and there's another one, uh, Drug Use Union, a guy named Mr. Jorgen, We've been kind of working to help people with drug issues. And they implement this program in London, too. So now um, we're going to release this magazine, hopefully sometime in January, where, you know, trying to raise money and help people with addiction issues, you know. Because I, I was friend with Mitch Hepburn, and I love the guy. And it makes me sad. You know, it's been a little over 10 years this year that he passed away. And wow. we we have tons of friends who, in comedy, you know, Harris Widows, you know, I only yeah. met him once, but um, it's just insane that we keep doing this drug war and throwing people in jail where they need medical help, not in jail, you know? Yeah. So, well, in, um, in the Netherlands, don't they give out heroin and clean needles? 
to yeah, addicts so it, that they're not compromised. You know, their health isn't compromised. They don't have to rob people. Sure. It's actually, look, if you're going to be an addict, the Netherlands is a great place to be. <laughs> in Germany, I think in Frankfurt, they're called pump room where you go, all the addicts are going and there's a clean room to put in heroin yeah. and uh, clean needles to prevent spread of STD. And uh, I, you know, it's one of those pet peeves I have had for a long time. I don't like the drug war, which is misleading because war eventually ends. And this right. is, the, you know, this thing's been going a long time. So, um, you know, if you if you have idea for articles, you have artwork for this magazine, you know, you could dumbyoshi at gmail.com or Facebook or Twitter account. But, yeah, we were trying to raise money, get this thing out. What would you know what the content of this magazine will be? Uh, right now, um, we have um, the first issue. We have like former addicts. You know what was it like growing up in New York City. Um, it just depends on the addict or former addicts writing art, anything to do with drug related yeah. articles. But um, <coughs> um, but any fun content or just all bummers about being some of them is fun. But, like we have sometimes comedians writing about you know okay. when they, I think we might try to get Jason Rouse, another funny comedian, to write an article. Yeah, but um, I could write an article about when I OD'd. Oh, that we would, we would, we would love. I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know that. Yeah, Are I OD'd. You, being serious. Yeah, I OD'd when I was nineteen. Oh, we would love to have you write something. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, sure. Uh, it, it, it's, it'll be the first North American issue of Illegal Magazine. I'd love to. Um, and if if you want to read about Illegal Magazine, there's been a couple clips on Vice. You know, so okay. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, it makes me feel sad to see these people are getting punished. I even met Cameron Douglas, Michael Douglas' son, through one of my friends ten years ago in New York City, and he was a he seemed like a wonderful person. We talked about politics, but he's Is a he dec- still alive. He's in jail. Uh, they just add another like crazy amount of years in Does prison sense because they found drugs with him. Like, look, he's being punished. He needs drugs. These are like people that needs medical attention, help. Putting yeah, them in jail course, makes absolutely no sense. So, I know. Um, yeah, it's it's, uh, and all the black young African American kids were wasting years of their lives, always with the drug related stuff. You know, it's crazy. If, not, if they're not violent criminal, they didn't rape I anyone, know. then putting them for I know weed and stuff is just insane. It's, it's yeah. Crazy. Well, it's I know it's I, I totally agree with you, and it, it is a real problem, the 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 justice system with respect to 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 drug sentences and the way we police, you know. It started with Nixon because he want to go against his enemies, and what does inner cities and liberal hippie white people have one thing in common, <laughs> which is drugs? Right. And he went after them, and people that used to work for Nixon said this is a disaster. It was a really bad thing for the country, and. Uh, I, uh, you know, uh, George shows who used to work for Ronald Reagan, Secretary of Treasury, and things like that. Even he's saying through um, Hoover Institute in Stanford, saying we need to legalize drugs, and, and Milton Freeman too, the economist, uh, he's dead now. But um, these are not like some dr- drug fiends. These are super conservative people supporting Nixon and yeah. Reagan. They just think that drug policy is a disaster, absolutely disaster. You know, I agree. Um, oh, so futile. So this is one this. of the things I do, I do and 
uh, I try to use some of my money from the medical lab to do illegal magazine. But, you know, if anyway, if people could help and donate money and things like that. Where can they go? Do a Kickstarter. Uh, Yoshiden.com, and there's a uh, donate section. Or um, you could go illegal magazine, email them, you want to uh, donate money. But we're trying to print 5,000 issues. I mean, I like to release 10,000 issues of that magazine and help. Uh, I mean, people in San Francisco have been very open. Like, we had problem in Berlin. They were very mistrustful of the program. But the people who are helping uh, with the drug issues in San Francisco, they've been very kind. They really want to help people with drugs. And um, um, hopefully we get published in January. So we're, we've been looking for writers, uh, artists. And Tom, if you could write it, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, I will. To be, I told to him I'll write about when I owed. Oh yeah. To be in the first go. American issue of the illegal magazine. Sure. Yeah, we would love Very it. Very cool. Um, speaking of, uh, just a change of topic here, mm-hmm. but um, shitting my pants. No, this is. Uh, <laughs> we had this audio this this uh, sent in a while back. I don't think we played it with Cholos when they try uh, kale, uh, kale chips. chips. Oh, I love this. Have you, thing. Have you, you heard, heard this? this? Cholos, like you know. Yeah, I know who Mexican they are. Bank trying kale chips for the first time like they've never been given you know what kale chips are no like potato chips made from kale like the oh no yeah so it's like how that's like a fancy white people food right exactly super white yeah so this is them trying it kale chips kale look like some wheat in here and and (laughs) and then they gave them kombucha too yeah oh damn it looks like something else. And you can smell it right out the bag, too. It's like marijuana to me. This is f***ing chips. <laughs> they all think it looks like weed. Because it totally it does. does. It does. It, it like does? Yeah. yeah, like you're trying to get me arrested. I ain't, I ain't, I'm not taking that. I'm on parole, G. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like nugs, like little nuggets, you yeah. know, because it's all dried and kind of curled up. and It looks like a dried up. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, yeah, like a little bundle. Yo, if I walk up to the homies with this, they'll nice. be like, played it off, huh? like, what you eating, chips? Dude, if I show my dad this, he'll be like, oh, shit. he'll start breaking his table up and like, let's let's break it up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how much is that, like a See, gram? It looks like a little <laughs> nugget. <laughs> I wonder what happened if we smoke this. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't smell that no, good. No, for real. It don't, it don't make you want to be like, it still gets eat you up in the street. Like, like, I like it now. I didn't like it at first, but I like it. It just looks weird. Like, what am I really eating? Uh, it like disintegrated in my mouth. Yeah, like it crumbled. It's f-ing weird. Like, uh, well, I thought at first I didn't like it, but then you kind of get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me break it up. Let me break it up. Look, I want more. Hey, dog. I just want one. Hey, is this weed, dog? I feel like I'm getting high. Now. Kombucha. It's like some chloroform, <laughs> isn't it? Didn't they have a, a thing on them on a National Geographic? A kombucha? There was a tribe or something. Kombucha. Was that them? Nah, that's that girl from YouTube. I like it. I like everything. <laughs> Dude, I could watch these guys try shit all day. Yeah. Did you see the video where they had these three women between 60 to 80 years old and they're trying marijuana for the first time? Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's I saw that. That's a good that. one, too. No. It's pretty cool. Yeah. They start giggling within 20 minutes. <laughs> Did you... Um, we, got, we got this... Pulled this back out for you because I wonder how often this happens in the business. This is after a, a, a guy and a girl shot a scene. Can you feel me coming inside you? Yes. What does it feel like? Um, it's about liquid in there. Normally I don't feel liquid in there. Do you usually let guys come inside you? No. Okay, what kind of birth control are you on? My birth control is Plan B. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Dumb, dumb, huh? Yeah, my birth control is plant. Not dumb, even dumb. thinking about it. Is that pretty common? Yeah, they're, I mean, depends on the girl. If they're professional, they think making this as a business, yeah. yeah. But there's other goofy ones like, you know, whatever goes, you know. So they always think about that. Thinking huh? about that money. You like that thing? Type thing. You know? Today I did two cream pies, but <laughs> all I all I did was just I went to Walgreens, got the Plan B pill. Yeah. So. Didn't I thought they gave you extra for that? Didn't they? Yeah. yeah oh, I mean, that's the Netflix one, right? Yeah. Oh, but you know this one. Yeah. Have you seen it? It's yeah. good. Did you uh, feel really bad for them, or you jerk off? It's the same. <laughs> it's the same fucking story. There's always yeah. one like. Go see their family. They're upset. Um, you know, I mean, <laughs> yes, it's, it's the give same us story. Some insight, please. It's like hoop dream, right? right? Remember at the end of the documentary, mm-hmm. the coach like, okay, um, Wang leaves. There's another one will replace that person, yeah. right? 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 You know, and um, but it is kind of like that. It's a revolving door, and these girls don't make like put hooker math right. enough. Yeah, here's the math. math. Listen to listen to her her money talk. They gave me an extra hundred dollars for that. And Plan B pill is only like forty something bucks, so that's yeah. sixty bucks that I get to keep. Why not? Like <laughs> for two cream pies, and she gets to keep sixty dollars because Plan B is only forty, right? Do, you know what do I mean? you guys come inside of you? It's kind of bam, 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 bam. Always hustling, getting that money. Yeah, they paid. It, it, <laughs> if they're doing a couple porn things that they'd be famous and go on the road stripping because you're like a headliner, the porn, stripper version, the headliner. Right. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, but. The money situation is really weird now, you know, because companies are making the same kind of money, and there's so many free porn tube shit. uh, Is that what's killed money-making tube sites? Yeah, I mean, the the demand for porn is never going to change. It's whether you get collect money for it. Right. Yeah. That's the big problem. That's what what we're talking about before the show, before we started taping, is that why even do porn now if you're a woman? You may as well just be a prostitute, be a hooker, and that way you can have a life. Like right. poor Brie Olson, she's you know living in Indianapolis trying to be normal, yeah. but she can't because everybody knows she did porn. Yeah, and it's, it's stupid now to even do it. It's uh, just be man. a hooker, you dirt bag. <laughs> you dirt bag, you dummy. And yeah. then, but if you're and famous, private porn star doing private, you make way that's more money. True. But that's different. It's harder to get famous now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, the stars. That I know of are older bitches like Belladonna, your Jenna Jameson, your Tara. I don't know who's. I don't really now. know. I don't know who the big star is now. Who's, either. The, who's the big star of, of right now that, that we don't know about? That's like the mega porn star. There's, I don't know. If, does it exist? Towels going to have AIDS. Yeah. I don't know if that, that <laughs> paradigm exists anymore, which, which sucks. It's, you know? It, it, it really, really is. Tough. I mean, I, I don't think you're. I don't think you have anyone like Sasha Gray level fame, or, or Tara Patrick, who's an. She has an empire. Like she. She was. And not anymore. It's it's fallen off. Or what's what's going I on? I mean, when when she was started, she was the first girl to be on on the cover of Penthouse and Playboy at the same time. It's never been done before, you know. But every time I see this figure like Forbes, like top ten money making porn star, I never believe that figures at all. It sounds like fucking bullshit to me. Yeah. You think that it's inflated? I don't know where they get those numbers because I I, I talked to Sasha and stuff and like no, like I, 
she just laughed like, I wish that was true. I really wish it was yeah, because true. Is she a big money? She doesn't make a lot of money now, right? She mm. makes money doing other things, but right. not porn because, you know, porn, you, once you make movie, that's it. You know, but you what's don't get the residual. other thing yeah, she what, could be money-making yeah. doing? Boy, she makes pretty decent money, looks like DJing. She, they, DJing? They, they, oh, wow. She, she that's flies awesome. Her, that's she, your business. She flies all over the world. She her, flies, so she escorts. No, 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 she doesn't oh. escort. She DJs and... She wrote a romance novel, and it was Aww. bestseller in Russia, in Spain. Like, it's like I don't know how that now, happened. Now, DJing-wise, wow. she's a known DJ? Like, people request? I guess because her... I don't know how good she is DJing, but, like, because of her name attached to it, people pay money. For, oh. And she's big in Russia. <laughs> she's course. huge. Did you know when uh, Russia like invaded Crimea... Uh, uh, Crimea uh-huh. Russian government used her as propaganda saying Sasha Gray volunteered to be a nurse and she was killed in action, things like that. Holy what? shit. Really? You, remember, you didn't hear about the early in the year? Yeah. No, I heard about, crazy. obviously, the Crimea part, but I didn't know anything yeah, about and them. Like, I called her like, what? She answered like, yeah, we were laughing. Like, Is she uh, of Russian descent? Is she a uh, Ruski? She's Greek. She's Greek. Everyone thinks oh. she's half Asian because of her eyes, but she's, she's, not, she's nothing Asian, but... She's most popular in Russia. I don't. So I don't know weird. what it is. It's like you never know which cultural, you know, niche. Now, are you open to me DJing more? <laughs> well, Tom wants to become a DJ, and you, you've done that before, dude. I mean, I want to really get into it. Like, um, you should. Yeah, now, Russell does now, it every time he does a big show. He does DJing stuff too. They love it. He does it himself now before the show. I told you, man. I thought he hired. He no, had those like two after guys. party, and he'll show up and DJ and things like that. He's really good. That's what good, I'm saying. Yeah. Let me DJ at my after parties. Who you know? are the DJs that you we toured with when you went to England with him? Yeah, Spinbad and, and Spin Scratch. Spinbad, yeah. yeah, those guys. Follow cool. DJ Spinbad. He's starting from scratch. Great, sorry, unbelievable. From scratch. Yeah. yeah, those guys were so much fun too. Those, the best time. Yeah, with them. and we were with like their. Wasn't it? Um, but you know what? Sorry for Scratch had his uh, fiance at the yeah, time. Yeah, they're right? awesome. Those guys are way better than uh, all this other top. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. part of it have to do with showmanship. I don't know what they do so different from those guys with actual skills. And I don't understand it, you know. But um, who knows what goes into that? But if you're into it, you should, you should do it. I, I mean. fucking told you. Well, can we? Uh, yeah, I think you should. I, it could be. Extra, she's she's uh, really a, she's really against it. Why? She just thinks it's too juvenile and just like I shouldn't, I shouldn't get my equipment and start. I, I told her it's my passion. <laughs> you know, I'm not good now, but that doesn't mean I won't get better at it. And then I could tack it on in my shows. A, I, I I think. <laughs> yeah. When you become super famous, and I know you guys will, and you have a uh, DJing. That name alone will put you in that like uh, income category with DJing. Oh, for sure. really? Oh, I, I can't. I didn't think about it that way, Yosh. I mean, that that like why not? You know. I mean, imagine. I mean, let's say I get a just, but you a know what? Little for more me, famous, and then I go. I have my stand-up show <laughs> at whatever venue, yeah. some nice theater, mm-hmm. and then afterwards you can come. I'm going to scratch at this club. Sure. Yeah. Additional, additional revenue. Well, you love nightlife. I mean, you're always out until four in the morning. I'm scratching. You love people, clubs, club environment. Yeah. This is something I threw together. <laughs> like, yeah, it's great. I love what this. You guys told I love this. I did this on my own, just as like a audition paper. Really good. 
Are you being serious right now? I wish the listener could see their faces. I wish. I wish. This is horrible. This is, this is terrible. This is music. You did this. Speak for yourself. It's, it's garbage. Yeah. But you know, um, shit. Tom, I'm being serious about this. Horrible um, music. This is music. Kids listen to this crap. You'd yes. be so good. You are so good. Don't encourage him, Like Yoshi. ESPN sports announcing. Like, yes. God, yes. That's you are what I'm, so good. Don't, can't you see him Thank being you. on one of these football shows? You, 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 you are so good. And you, yes. obviously you'll be so much funnier than the guy doing. Yes. But you're right there. Because I, 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 I know just enough when you're talking like, this motherfucker knows what he's talking yes. about. I do love football. And can That's I true. tell you, these old assholes on these ESPN, all these pan- the shows you watch, yeah. all of these are 100-year-old white guys. They look like fucking droopy dog. They look like they're dead. They wouldn't let a woman that ugly on television. Meanwhile, it's four old fucking no. POSs. <laughs> you need to be on this stuff. You're you know so everything. good. You're, yeah. you're Thanks, buddy. So good. Um, God damn it. Who do we call? So I I I I think I I could see you like you know I'm my one of my favorite things to listen to every week is Bill Simmons and love that guy yeah he he became famous nationally because he's able to talk about Boston sports which is only particularly the fans for Boston only but he's able to put pop culture reference to make everyone in the country appreciate it right you're a funny guy you could make there all the fine go. reference whereas you with yes. a philosophy and advice hooker. Uh, you, you're you're very funny, and I, I I could see you talk show where helping people with oh. you know yeah with their, with their uh, life. Yeah. She loves that kind of stuff. The white Oprah love, over here. Oh, I love. Being we just white need Yoshi Oprah. to be our agent. That's all. Yeah. We need. When are you going to become an agent so you can make all our dreams come true, Yosh? <laughs> you guys gonna? It's gonna happen. But 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 the, but the philosophy stuff, boy. I, I listen to that. You're very good at what do you do. Speak out. Give a plug. Lick, 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 uh, I that's deep, bro. Podcast every week. I, I do it. Fuck my nails, so I'ma pick it up with chopsticks. Jesus Christ. Now wide open. Now wide open. Now wide open. Like I was at the dentist. Now wide open. Now wide open. Do you like the song? So deep, I can't speak a yeah, you no. likes it. I could see you doing TED conference. Seriously, oh, comedy and philosophy so combined. Nerdy, isn't it? That's I mean, you do get to flex that muscle with that deep row every week. I though. do. Yeah, I get to talk some shit. And you've been doing work, by the way. I, I should. No, our listeners, trying. I hope they appreciate that. You know that um, you've been you know banking the, episodes. Trying. You know the funny thing that they do at during the TED conference? Yeah. They have a Bill conference. You know what that is? Uh, no. Remember Bill and Ted? Oh yeah. So <laughs> what, whichever city that have a TED conference, these goofballs <laughs> will have a conference with a goofy shit. Like That's hilarious. They have a conference like learn to take shit sting out of your pants (laughs) that's our conference you you guys should do that conference during the ted conference like hey you can't afford to go to ted conference come to your mom's house conference (laughs) that's really funny but they do this is true like i read how much does it cost to go to a ted is it really expensive five thousand to go yeah and you i think you have to get i don't know i don't know how that works on wait as an audience member you have to pay a lot get your life who can afford it i gotta look these white nerds but you guys could do a conference in every city with TED conference. It's a great Your idea. mom house conference. I love Bill. That's kind of what we do in your mom's house live. It's just us talking about God. shitting with people. 
But yeah. you, should, you should have conference. I where know. You, uh, it's a very important issue. Have you ever <laughs> shit on somebody? You have to apply. Shit on you. You have you to apply to go. I'm asking you, she very. Have Sorry. you ever done that stuff, pooping on people? I did that once in Germany, but it's you not my thing. You got shit on, or that you shit on. I had someone. a plastic bag over me. I'm not a weirdo. Yeah, um, yeah, clearly. <laughs> Look at Tom's face. <laughs> What's up, babe? The cost to go to this. Well, how much is a TED conference? Okay, first of all, you apply. See if you qualify to, to, to go. I'm to sorry go. to yeah. be an audience member and to pay. Oh fuck them! Fuck when you these apply, snobs. you'll need to provide your credit card information. If we approve the application, we will notify you and charge your card fuck two off. business days later. <sighs> Everybody boycott going th- these these snobs. That's why you need oh. to have your mom's house conference the uh, same week. <laughs> I got to tell conference. you this. Great. Let's look at their schedule and, and follow Do them. It. I think it's a great idea. And then it says membership Fuck options them. and benefits. Yeah. So this is tied into the application process. The standard one is standard conference membership benefits. So I guess you get to go to these. Mm-hmm. You get conference attendance, online networking access, and conference video archive. Mm-hmm. That's sold out. So there's no available for this next one, which is in Vancouver, February 15 to 19, $8,500, $8,500. No way. The donor level one is still available. You can apply. You have to apply for them to accept your money. Oh, come Uh, on. You get the donor benefits. You get the conference attendance, online networking access, conference video archives, plus recognition in the program. Um, Let's see. You get early access to, you know, you get in the theater early, stand, standby seating. The, there's a private event, uh, early renewals, the TED Book Club. That is $17,000. <gasps> Who is affording these nerd There's another level. The level is a, it's a TED conference patron membership, a special five-year membership category. Okay. Um, it's further support absurd. TED's goals with a more substantial annual contribution. Um, you must apply also for this. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the you know all the stuff that I mentioned before, plus uh, VIP hotel assistance, concierge, meeting rooms. And get this. My friend Eddie Wong got kicked out of the show because he left the conference and did DVD ASA thing, and they got <laughs> mad at him. Not only that, speakers do not get paid, and two... He was telling me like he had to share a room with another speaker and things like that. It's a big money making thing for wow. TED conference. Well, this 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 level is one hundred and fifty thousand. Fuck yeah. them. How about we just watch it free on YouTube, <laughs> like everybody else? I know, it just sounds great. So Why Eddie was Eddie a Wan? member or was he a speaker? He was a speaker. And was, you're, you're supposed even after you giving the speech, you're supposed to stay at the hotel and at the conference, okay. mingle with the other speaker or whatnot. He left middle of it. The DVD is in. He was one of the first one ever to get kicked out of TED conference, <laughs> and also they were mad at Sarah Silverman for using uh, her jokes. I remember. Yeah. What did she and do? she's hilarious. How you oh, invited her, and you know yeah. what she's about. She did exactly. Yeah, she did. What she, she was does. hilarious. Good yeah. for her. She, she made uh, fun of. What did she make fun of? You remember? She said that she want to adopt a baby or something, but you know, responsibility this and that. So she want to adopt a baby with cancer. So <laughs> this person will die within six months. <laughs> You know what kind of person would do that? She goes, amazing person. So, <laughs> yeah, she was great. But, yeah, they got mad at her because... Oh, uh, what a bunch of nerds. They're just like fake outrage and a bunch yeah. of fucking babies. Offended. Everybody's offended. Yeah. Um, that's so funny that she did that. I love her so much more now. She's great. I, yeah. I love her. 
So maybe you guys should think about really that would be funny, like <laughs> an anti YMH conference during a the conference, <laughs> and we can invite other po- like-minded podcasters, right? Yeah, talk man. about their bowel movements too. <laughs> <laughs> it's so important. It's so. Now, how are your bowel movements with these um, medical? Oh, things? good one. Um, not this study, but last one. Yeah. Uh, every day uh, they'll check your vitals, make sure you're okay. But they also ask you about AE, which is adverse effect. And nobody wouldn't say anything. So like, I, I guess I'm the only pro- travel American having a problem because my shit is green. I was shitting green, green for that whole time. Yeah. Wait, was, and which which test was this for? This was Alzheimer's medication. <laughs> and oh my god, my green. shit was completely like shrek green. Wow. And did it was it like a soft or hard? It was hard. Oh my hard God. green shit is coming out of my asshole. Ooh. That's a maze. Look <laughs> at that Tom's face. Yeah. Green shit? Yeah, yeah green shit. Ugh. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you had some hot ones last night. Was it uh, the night before? I think it was the night before, yeah. Like hot fours? Yeah, four and a half. Yeah, always. Yeah. See, I think that's your wheelhouse is the hot four. I have a uh, tomorrow workout at noon. Oh, you're gonna shit. Yeah, I think you guys explained to me what's the number range means again. One to seven. Do One we have a mug with us? Oh uh, no, I took it home. But uh, see, this is the kind of conference I want to yeah, hear at the YMH conference. One to seven. One is real bad. I mean, that's that's <laughs> hard or hard. Yeah, pellets. That's, you're you're constipated. You're yeah. dehydrated. Like rabbit pellets. Yeah. Really, really. You know, like passing glass. In fact, when I was shitting green i remember mm-hmm. I, I had to shit bad mm-hmm. but uh-huh. i couldn't shit it it was so bad i was in pain i have yeah. to put my finger in my asshole and break no. this shit into half yeah i had to what? do that i've actually thought of doing that so many times it was hurting so bad because it was clogged yeah right my like, dad told me about this he did this when and he had to go to the the doctor and it was it was like a warning sign they were like you really need to hydrate a lot more they were they were really concerned for him, man. I was drinking a lot. It's just the medication, I Wait, think. Well, right. And right. did your dad put his own finger up his, his ass? asshole? Yeah, yeah. Uh, believe yeah. me, yeah. It's You're in that much pain. You have yeah, to do it. I know. Ooh, I know. God. I don't blame you. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> do you know? Uh, <laughs> Look at that face. Do you know black salami? By the way, I don't think we've ever brought this up to you. No, what's that? You want to see some big black lazy dick? Well, I'm gonna show you some dick. Inside of his cut. That's why they call him Black Salami. Black Salami. Is this a gay porn? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's totally yeah. gay. Um, but what, what, you don't know what caused the green shit, or you do? The I medication. Oh, it was the medication. The meds. Yeah. Wow. When I stopped taking it, it stopped being green. <laughs> wow. Saw Cause that, and effect. You saw that mystery. Yeah, wow. Sure. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so wait, so you had someone shit on you in Germany? Is that what you said, or you shit on? Someone? I mean, I keep hearing Jim Norton talking about it. Like, all right, I'll try. It. I don't want to be like he's uh, done it. Jim, Jim yeah. is famous for that. Yeah, I didn't know that of being shit on or yeah. shitting, shitting on. Why? Oh, did, wow. and, he, and that's one of his kinks. He likes that. He loves it. Yeah. Really? What's the? What do you think? The, Are you seriously never heard this before? No, no, no. We love Jim, but I no. He, and it's, it sounds not cheap. Like he paid two, three, four hundred bucks for it or something. Oh, I figured that was real cheap. I, I figured what? twenty dollars for that. Uh, I take a shit on him. Who cares? Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of people that would take a shit on someone. 
God damn it. Okay, so anyway, so... Um, like shit porn, the... I noticed like Germans like the kind of shit that like stick on your body where it's a Japanese, like the slippery shit kind of bounce yeah. off your chest. Hmm. Hmm. And do you put a tarp <laughs> on? Did, does Jim put a tarp, a tarp on himself? I think so. Or skin to skin? Like a, one of those... <laughs> brown uh, to brown. Clear plastic bag. Oh, so I mean, the shit doesn't actually hit him? I don't think so. I think, I, I think he told me like hmm. clear plastic over his chest. Well, I, I have, I've had a an idea for an art expo for years that I really want to make happen, mm-hmm. which is that like we go into like a, a warehouse okay. and like, so it has like 60 foot ceilings. Right. Right. And then up on a, a level, like let's say 30 feet up, it's a glass walkway. Yeah. And there's four glass toilets. Yeah. With yeah. glass tubing. <laughs> yeah. And then we have different people, um, with different body builds, different races. Yeah. And they go up there and they they just shit and everybody below watches it fall down. So you have like <laughs> a big fat white guy, a skinny Asian girl, you know. And then so it's just like a, a shit expo. I think that would be really interesting to see. <laughs> really neat Tom, idea. I'm very impressed. That's very clever. Thank that's you. Yeah. <laughs> now this could be like your TED expo, and I mean I think it's very it's it's more. For the artsy crowd, it's not yeah. just you know the. Experts. I really don't. Know. I know this is a strategy. But I don't know what it is about German culture, but like they they have fetish. This for is that by stuff. the way, this is what's keeping me off of ESPN. I think <laughs> <laughs> this audio. Maybe. Yeah, the Germans are known for Scheiße porn. They love it, right? Why, why, I wonder what that is. Now, Michael Michael Lewis talked about it in his book during the German financial crisis, and he even said in Frankfurt, one of the buildings looked like giant toilet throne but you know it, it go back even their religion but uh yeah it's something to do with martin luther i mean i'm, I'm joking is, oh are you okay yeah, it's fine. Oh, the baby's he kid. just sits on your weird um so I, I don't know what it is but um at least they don't have a shame about it which i like you know yeah. it's like that's a, like a normal body function and anytime you make that weird you're causing more problem you know so yeah it's better to normalize it I yeah, think so too. That's, that's our, you know what? That's been our mission all along at your mom's house. It's always been a higher goal, right, Tom? Absolutely. It's not just that we like time motion. So it's just we're trying to make help it, people. Yeah. Well, you know, we 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 tried to help the that kid uh, Diego. Yeah, we did help Diego. Right. Yeah. So that's um, Diego's a a guy we found online mm-hmm. who wants to get into fart porn, and um, he put his phone number out there, and we kind of. Put it out to our listenership, and why? Why do you think? What's the psychology behind it? Like, I, I'm not making any sort of judgment thing, but why? Why do you think they're? What? What, what? What? What is it about it that you think they like? You think? I, I, I don't know. I, I wish somebody could explain that to me. I know me I, honestly. I I can't be. I don't know because my my spectrum doesn't go. I don't know. I can't even empathize with it. Like I have a hard time even with farts. You mean? With sexualizing, yeah. Interview. Excuse me if I'm getting ready to get emotional, but please, I'm praying that if any white males out there listening, I'm 31 years of age, <laughs> I'm not drinking, and the videos I made, I was never drinking, and I was serious, and this is not a joke. Please, I live in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and right now, this is the middle of October. Christmas will be, like, in two months. Please, please. It's not. It's still like warm here. Like, okay. <laughs> Wait, is that is that the Diego guy you were talking? Yeah, that's about? him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you you talked to him before? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And this yeah. is no bullshit. This is no, not bullshit. No, no, no. 
Hey, you know, if that's what he's into, it's not harming anyone. No. No. No, we're very pro whatever you're into, for sure, at this show. Yeah. But I don't know, man. man. It's so different from Joe Rogan's podcast. What? Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to save the world. Here we are talking about that. <laughs> Trannies and asshole and farts. We're trying to help the world too, you know. Yeah, we're trying to help the world in our own way. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's our little our little boy Diego, our 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 fart son. Um, Wait, so um, do you guys already find out? Uh, so a little it, beautiful it, guppy. So it's going to be a little boy. It's a boy. Yeah. Ah. Thank God. Little beef Chinese cream. people approve. So happy. The what? <laughs> Chinese, Chinese people approve. <laughs> That's right, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Uh, we're, there's going to be so many farts and balls and dicks in my house. Uh, I'm ready for it. I'm excited. To I, I can't wait because I think. Um, God, too much. Tom's going to be taking him to football games. Oh, can't wait. Catch. Of course. Do you think you'll ever have a girlfriend, Yosh? I have a lot of close female friends. But um, does this make sense? You know, in Japan, they don't have a predominant religion. You, you, every the three major ones that's different things. You know, if you're getting married, you use Shinto rituals. If somebody dies, Buddhist rituals and day to day ethical way of dealing with people, being kind to people, Confucianism, yeah. right? I like. I don't really like. I like having sex with the girls. I don't have a, like a relationship with them. I like having female friends here, but like I don't want to let them mix sex with them because that's uh, it. Will always complicate things. I think. You think so? So you don't think you could have a friendship and a, an emotional intimacy with someone and have sex with them? Like you, I like you emotional. Like I like too, I like emotional intimacy with that person, but right. Not I. I think once you bring sex, and like that's my history. Like we. Get mad at each other or not friends anymore. But I, you I, think sex would ruin the uh, the intimacy of of a friendship of a, a relationship? Oh, yeah, I think so. I yeah. mean, that's that's my. Well, believe me, I'm crazy, so I have problems. You know. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, you know, it's obviously it's it's a problem, but I just got to work. Well, it sounds you know, like you're working around it, though. It sounds yeah. like it's working for you, whatever you're doing. So but I do have female friends, you know, like, um, you know, my friend Hosanna just went back to New Zealand. It's really fun talking to her, you know. And uh, I I uh, obviously, uh, Lynn Hedberg's, you know, wife, ex-wife, and like, I, 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 I love talking to her. You guys are friends? Yeah, and like, I love talking to you. I adore you, and like... Uh, Aiko Tanaka, Rosie Tran, they're like my kid sisters, you know? Yeah. But um, I, I do have female friends, but like, I don't know how to do that. How to cross, like how to have both um, sexual yeah. and intimate. It's just not, it's not happening in your brain. I'm yeah. friends with Sasha Gray, and, and I, I, yeah. I, I, I like adore her too, but like, I, I never could even imagine thinking her in a sexual way at all. Yeah. You think of her strictly platonic. I, l- I like having those relationships more than having sex with a girl, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I will say, over the years, we've known you now for a, a while. You yeah. come into the show. This is probably the mellowest, and, and, and um, you seem very balanced. You seem like you're in a good place right now. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, it, it's primarily because um, I'm ending my podcast, and there's been, been the stuff that's uh, been bothering me for a long time, but I'm going to talk about it the second to last episode. Why are you are you ending it because you're going abroad? No, it's, it's it? um, it starts feeling like work, you know, and um, 
I'm getting burned out. And I don't want to just put stuff on for sake of just putting it out there. Yeah, but of course. I, I'll be happy just ending it. But yeah, I'm, I've been thinking about this for like last year or so. And like I know exactly what I want to talk about. But stuff that I never talked about. I mean, kind of mentioned a little bit to you guys and the people who are close to me. But um, that that end, end is near in a positive thing. You know, like I, I think I could move on. And I, I'm 46 and like, I'm finally reaching you like a great. Really Are you fucking serious? You I feel, I, I feel I'm at the more comfortable, look amazing place. You know. Yeah. But do you dye your hair? No gray. That's just, dude. You look. How really, do you have yeah. no gray? Yeah. Probably those medical testing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. I, I'm not even joking. But That's um, crazy. Wow, hookers keep you young. But you, you didn't know, like having into it, babe. Yeah. I don't have to explain myself. You're never judgmental. You will say like, you know. I mean, you, you were concerned for me, and like you said, like you know, I, I don't want to lecture you, but if you want to help, I have a good therapist. You know, like you're, you were never yell at me or trying to force me to do anything, and that's all I ever want from anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I know that you cared, and I care about you guys, and you're very kind. But with me screaming, yelling, like the way my uh, tempestuous relationship with Dave Cho uh, that. That shit does never work for me. That shit will mm. never work for me. Do you guys uh, speak at all anymore or no? It's, it hasn't. It's been a I while. Ha- right? I haven't talked to him since uh, April of 2013. Oh, oh wow. wow! Okay. Yeah. I texted him once when he got in trouble for the whole rape thing last year. But um, and did you get a response back or no? Yeah, he. Uh, you know, it was just like a casual thing. You know. Mm. He said something stupid. It never happened. He's not a sexual rapist at all. He right. was just been making up some stupid story, and all the outrage group website got mad at him. You know, and yeah. uh, you know, I could say crazy stuff. I never have to worry. You know, I say, I'm, you know, I can I say all kinds of racial, sexual, crazy stuff. That shit, I will never worry if people are getting mad at me. But he has money and no, uh, f- you know, famous, you know, yeah, like sure. he, he shouldn't be saying that because he, I have no money. Like you want to sue me? Go ahead. I don't give a shit. You know. So. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, th- I feel like I'm in a better place. I'm ending it uh, in January. I talk about everything. In fact, once I talk about it, I like you to listen to it. I love okay. to do the philosophy podcast. Talk sure. About it. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me let me know when you're ready. And, oh, you You guys you could pick any number of topics. You know what we should do? Why don't we do prostitution? That and you know, uh, I'd like to talk about the, the episode I did prostitution. But the third one is uh, there's like five or six old Japanese movies I would like you to watch. They're okay. amazing. And uh, um, well, write them down. I'll watch them. By the way, uh, we didn't bring about this is a a, a news story that came about um about a week ago we didn't do it in our last episode that a man in texas is accused of assaulting his girlfriend after she refused to smell his armpit <laughs> uh cbs7 <laughs> reports that yeah robinson pania bolivar's girlfriend said the argument started while she was washing dishes and he asked her to smell his armpit <laughs> when she refused an argument reportedly ensued where she was hit in the back of the head with a closed fist and held up against a knife. Um, Jeez. He was arrested at a traffic site. He told authorities he did not threaten the woman, that he threw the knife into the sink angrily. He's being held on $25,000 so bond. My whole thing basically is just... What do you find? It's one of these matters. okay. It's one of these matters. <laughs> it just smells, you know? Is that in Florida? Uh, this was, I think, I, th- I think it was Texas, right? Wow. Oh. 
close no, enough. It's uh, yeah, Midland, Texas. I just feel like I've been to Midland. You you have to respect your partner and find out what she likes, and you got to work with, around that. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean, what, in that situation, your girl she wants you to smell her armpit, but you don't like armpits. What do you do there? You just don't force her. Like I like licking armpits, but some girls are not into that. I'm do not you, gonna. Do you really? Yeah, that's your that's a thing. Now, do you like it to be? Now, if it has deodorant, doesn't that? It doesn't bother me. I mean, I wouldn't like if she didn't take a shower for a long time. But if she just worked out and she's got that like a worked out that sweat, fresh musk, I it, that that doesn't bother me at all. Well, that's like, kind of the best part, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you like? Um, but I'm saying if you, if it's, if there's deodorant caked on her, then you're just kind of getting a chemical taste, right? I mean, I, I wouldn't like it, but I'm not going to be upset over it. But you prefer a nude. Yeah. Now, do, do you, you like you, it? You could literally taste what's going on in her body, I think. Really? It's like a credit report, really. A credit report. If she's eating bad, like, sometimes when you're licking a pussy and it's, it tastes sour. Yeah. It's a, it's a diet thing, you know what I mean? Oh, right. Or the smell, whatever, and... uh and I'm not attacking women with smell because I think guys come gross to tell me like something that right with that diet, you know? They can tell right away. Oh, yeah. And uh, mm. like a lot of my gay friends tell me like their boyfriend or husband's come taste weird. You know? And they know there's some lifestyle things going on. Sure, absolutely. Um, how, and how did, did you stumble onto liking armpits or did you... It's like taste change over the years, right? Like right. there are things like well, when you're younger, you didn't like certain food, and they change. And I think sexually, you change too, you know. So you didn't know you liked armpits though for a long time. I mean, she one. I don't know who asked me to try it. It was a prostitute, and I tried it, and, and like you liked it, yeah. What hmm. the fuck did I just miss? Well, that he actually so likes he, armpits. You like armpits? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Smellier the better, or do you like them deodorized? I'm not into like bad smell, but like if it's like I was telling Tom, like if it smells like she just worked out, that doesn't bother me. Because that's fresh sweat. That's what yeah. we're saying. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah, but like day, like days and days. Do you like a ripe? No, no, no. But fresh. he said that um, you can basically taste what's going on in her body, like for sure. You, like in the armpit, it's just I like bet. on her cooch. Yeah, you can like you can tell something's going on with the diet. For, can, absolutely. How do you know this? Because being pregnant, like your your body changes so much. Like sure. I feel like I smell different. Just mm-hmm. everything coming out of me yeah. smells different. And there's just definitely cause... like a glow to you. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know. There about is. That. You're beautiful. But I, you're, my shit smells different. My farts. My sweat. Like, well, I mean, obviously you're shitting for everything. two people. Yeah. So uh, your asshole is on <laughs> overtime right now. Browning for two. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's totally. It's all connected. And your diet for sure. Yeah. For sure. If you, you didn't, we have a friend who. When the husband ate McDonald's, she could smell it in his sweat. Oh, I bet. Yes. Or in his farts. In his fart. In the fart. She would he be like, farted, and she, was, she would go, you yeah, ate McDonald's Yeah, ask Diego. I'm sure guys yeah. who are vegetarian, oh. their fart smells different oh, from another. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but this, my friend said he was like caught. You know, He would be like, <laughs> he'd fart, and she would go, you had McDonald's today. He was like, ah. Whoa. Whoa. Ass worshiper. Yeah. yeah. Whisper, I mean. Yeah, she knew. She knew right That's away. That's too much, though. I would hate to do that. But you do eat, like, even if you're alone, you eat a, whatever, certain foods, bad oh, food, yeah. and you fart, you're like, oh, it's, <laughs> My impression is, like, too much meat and alcohol is not a good combo. It's no good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, beer. Steaks. Whenever I have a big steak, 
I get yeah. those beef farts where you're like, oof. <laughs> Your beef farts are all horrible. Yeah, they are really something, man. You know what makes you fart a lot, too, is like um, salads, like kale. When we have salad at home, you yeah. really, I don't like those ones. Yeah, you, as soon as you eat. Hot and sticky. You know it, too. It's just, it, it's um, it's pretty immediate, you know? Like, yeah. It doesn't take that long to, to, huh. to get into, yeah. into effect. I mean, sometimes it's the seafoods, too. Yeah. Like, uh, it'll be... Um, Something I don't expect, but like I'll go get sushi or something, and then I think it's you know that's different bacteria, it's different you know working in your system, in your guts, and then immediately those those farts and those dumps. Smell I like don't know that. what it is. I mean, I can't say about <laughs> yeah. every Asian mm. person, but for at least Japanese people, we don't really sweat like other no. race. No, I know. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, I know. Asians don't sweat. And. Deodorant's not a big business in, in Japan either. And Dirty and disgusting. And you guys aren't as fat, and I think part of that is because you don't eat dairy. There's no cheese in your diet. Oh, yeah. Maybe. You think that's it? I think part of it is, yeah. You guys eat, like, protein and vegetables, right? Asian. Eat the poo-poo. Yeah. <laughs> not so much the Chinese. <laughs> yeah. Eat the poo-poo. It's true. All right. I think we should wrap this up. Oh, okay. Yoshi, any last, anything else you wanted to bring up or plug? a fart medley uh, last only thing I have is I'm working on two comic books one guy Anthony Bench he's coming out to pick me up as we speak oh, but okay. um, good good he's working on uh, my, the buses. Uh, my uh, medical testing thing <laughs> he wanted to make comic book on that and my friend Mark Jones he is um, his sister's married to Jonathan Branstein who is the Patrice and Jim Norton's manager but uh, I told him some idea I was talking to him one time about it's kind of like science fiction and philosophy. He liked it so much, he wanted to make a comic book out of it. Oh, so, how cool. That's great. That's really cool. So that's pretty much it. I've been doing podcasts, going on the road. I've been doing more um, headlining gigs. Of Good for doing, you. You know, Good. just doing shitty venues, you know, but I've uh, been Absolutely. doing a lot of that. You got to flex so, that muscle, though, you know? Um, so it's been good here. I mean, I, I like to thank Randy Puga, who uh, let me been let me stay at his place for last, over a year, and he's been very supportive. And we're ready to open a room in K Town mm. stand up. So if you guys ever want to come down, that would be, be fun. Great. Yeah. Um, um, so Yoshi did. I'm doing it with Angie Crum. That's another person I'm working. To, uh, call. Okay. Yeah. So where can people find you? Yoshi didn't. Dot com. Right. Yeah. And um, and at Yoshi Obayashi. On Twitter, okay. and if they want to help me with Illegal Magazine, and if you have an idea for articles, uh, where you want to help people with the drug issues, uh, you know, dumbyoshi at gmail.com. Okay. Or Twitter, account, Facebook. Dumbyoshi at gmail.com. <laughs> All right. That's funny. No, it's just funny, man. And I'll be doing shows in Europe. But thanks, guys. I'm, I love doing this show. You guys never make me nervous. You're not judgmental. Of course. Of course. Your fans are so you. cool. They love you. They're, They're just the... so fun. Aww. Sweetest little guppies you could ever imagine. We love you too. And gosh. yeah, we do. It's love always you. funny to your mom's house. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, so and by the way, since we moved to this studio, you're it's the, awesome. You're the first guest. We like we still haven't put even all yeah. our our things for the wall are still in boxes. And last thing is like I, I, when I was downstairs looking at the sign with like you know room one hundred one CPA yeah, dentist yeah. whatever. YMH. It's, it looks cool. It looks <laughs> yeah, like, it's like it's a real covert. official thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, they have no idea yeah. what we do in here. They have Nobody no idea. has any clue. All right. Um, uh, as always, thank you guys for listening to the show. 
please go to your mom's house podcast dot com um tomsegura.com for my live shows and thousandranch.com for christina's it was uh great to have the great yoshi obayashi here and we'll see you next time bye Jean. Bleachy smiles.